1: Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and my usual Monday greeting is I hope you had a good weekend. But I've sort of tempered that in the course of the lockdown, and now with the attempt to undo America, it's, uh, it's a tougher time to say I hope you had a good weekend. Needless to say, I hope you did, but uh, there are challenges to me as well, because I love this country. And I appreciate how it is indeed the last best hope of Earth. Should the left destroy it, which it intends to do, and if you deny that, you're lying to yourself. I, I, I have. See, until now, people could say, "Oh, he's exaggerating." Now, now they're. It's clear. They loathe this country. They want to get rid of the national anthem. That's the next thing. Washington statues. Washington is not venerated. Lincoln is not venerated. You, Ulysses Grant is not venerated. So, I love this country. Do I have my video coming out, Why I Love America? It came out, it came out today? Oh, well, there you go. Well, I, I made it uh, before the uh, current rebellion. Counter-revolution. We an American revolution. Now we have a counter-revolution. There was a man I was speaking to this weekend. And uh, you may remember this better because it was a member of me, my synagogue community. We get together on Zoom. I've been teaching every Sabbath for about 30 years. That doesn't stop now. And he got to. Maybe help me out here because you, you heard it too he he had father's day lunch with a son of his he has i think he has more than one son, yeah. and i don't remember how it ended. Do you remember the whole story well yeah so you, you want to give you want to give Alan the microphone for a moment i I want you to hear there's a story a man told. And it it so broke my heart, and it is so telling. At the same time, so what exactly happened on Father's Day to this man?
0: Well, I can tell it very briefly because yeah, yeah, he, he brief, had yeah. he had lunch with his son on Father's Day. They talked about the current situation, and at the end of the lunch, as after the father had tried to persuade the son. That America is a fine country, not a racist country. The son just kept repeating to the father, You're a racist. You're a racist, Dad. You're a racist. Oh, that's
1: right. That's what I forgot. You're a racist. Okay. And then that's how they left.
0: And that's how they left it.
1: Okay, thanks. I I knew I forgot the punchline. You're a racist. We
0: repeated
1: it over and over. Yes, over and over, yes. I'm I'm curious, well, I'm curious, it's irrelevant that I'm curious, but I am curious. As he looks back on his upbringing, does he remember his father being a racist? See, what the left has done, this is what the communists did. They, Everybody who opposed them was a fascist. So if you're anti-communist, you're a fascist. If you're anti-leftist, you are a racist. The son, there's a two. There's two terrible things for this man which break my heart. I hope he's not listening, because because it break if it breaks my heart. I can only imagine his feeling, and, and that is one to think that you, the father, are a racist. Is so horrible that it, it takes your breath away, and the uh, the other is to know that my my child is brainwashed. I don't know which is more upsetting. They go together, obviously. If the if the son were not brainwashed, and I mean brainwashed, his ability to think rationally is is doomed, has been destroyed. That's what brainwashing does. You are Your brain is filled uh, with pablum and lies, and you accept it. There is no basis. The, 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 that's why there were no arguments made. And there are so many of you who are experiencing this with your children, and I, I, I want you to know how much my heart goes out to you when you think of all the love and effort you put into a child for them to turn out a leftist i don't mean i don't care if they're liberal i don't even care if they're a democrat but a leftist who therefore has contempt for you and all the decent people who are not leftists Look, that's why I've had the happiness hour for 20 years plus, and why I have so often repeated the brilliant statement by a woman when I raised the question of having a miserable child, and she said her daughter's in her 30s and just... Always been miserable, and one day she just decided. And I know many of you know this by heart, because I've said it so often. But it is worth it. Dennis, she said. I realized one day. I came to this conclusion. I didn't break her. I can't fix her. That's correct. You didn't break. You did not break these uh, broken children of yours. You did not break them. did not molest them, you did not deprive them of sustenance, security, love, you're a flawed parent because every parent in the history of earth has been flawed. That's why the book of Genesis is filled with dysfunctional families, because flawed people raise flawed people and that's the way it is. So some people make peace with the fact my parent is flawed but essentially a decent human being who did his or her best. And even better than that, even admirable. Sometimes you can feel that. There are people who love and respect their parents. Didn't, didn't break her... You, you know how you broke your kid? I'll tell you how you broke your kid. You sent them to school sent them to an American school. But there was no way for you to know then. There is a way for you to know now. So now if you send your kids to a regular private or public school, in most cases, now you've been warned. So I have less sympathy for those of you who send your kids to college now. Tom Trattop has a piece in Town Hall on Baylor. The, one of the best. It, 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 it just a few years ago, yeah. it was one of the few that hadn't. But they have this new woman president uh, who's a lefty. And and the the, the stuff. The, one of the three professors that she quotes and take a look at Tom Hall at, at Tom Troutt's piece on Baylor. We putting we're putting it up. It's going to be up at Prager dot com. Said, well, you know, whether protests, whether they're violent or not, <laughs> like it's okay if they're violent. Did I just hear music, or am I sort of like uh, s- seeing elephants fly by? Oh, okay. I was one eight Prager seven seven six. The N the uh, NBA will allow. Players t- to place messages on their uniform rather than their names. When we come back, The Dennis Prager Show. Hello, y'all. Yins. Hello, Yins. 1 8 Prager 776. All right, are you ready? ESPN. NBA could allow players to wear social justice messages on jerseys. Oklahoma City Thunder guard Chris Paul, president of the National Basketball Players Association, told ESPN's The Undefeated on Saturday that the Players Union and the league are collaborating to allow players to wear jerseys with personalized social justice, social cause, or charity messages on the backs instead of their last names during the upcoming restart of the NBA season. Personalized jerseys could say such things as Black Lives Matter or I Can't Breathe. Bring light to a social or charitable cause or even display the names of George Floyd or Breonna Taylor who were killed by police in recent months. Doesn't that make you want to go to an NBA game? Well, if you're not a leftist who loathes this country, why you would go to an Oklahoma City Thunder game is a puzzle. And it really is. It's a puzzle to me. So add to the list. I already added this a while ago with Colin Kaepernick and Nike. There is nothing the left does not destroy. Everything it touches, it destroys. The speed is what is remarkable. Sports was one of the last remaining arenas... Where Americans could enjoy one another and enjoy what is going on without any of the hatreds in politics. But the left made sure to ruin that. Yeah. And then I get periodically email, not often, but periodically. Gee, why do you keep picking on the left? It's like, why do you keep picking on the coronavirus? Just, just let it uh, do its thing <laughs> it's now sports it's really a shame I, i'm I, I i it's funny i'm not a sports fan although I'm a hockey fan but uh, bigger time than a few years ago but I'm a fan of sports isn't that interesting I'm not a sports fan, but i'm a fan of sports. I read about it. I period. I watch the playoffs I'm not a basketball fan. I never enjoyed see. but I, I watch the Super Bowl. I watch the playoffs in baseball and the playoffs in hockey. I wonder what if a guy wants to put on his uh I guess they would be all right. What if a what if a player what if a Christian player had Jesus saves? Or read the Matthew and then give a, give a verse. I think they would be that that it wouldn't bother them because I think at this point the left understands Christianity and Judaism are either allies or almost irrelevant. I mean, there's still the evangelical community. God bless them, but not enough fighters there either. what what message would really bug them how about I'm pro-life that would get them right that, that would bug them what else give me another message how about watch PragerU videos what do you think of that would they allow it I'm, I'm not I'm not kidding because uh, they would say it's not a social justice message. Mm-hmm. It's a justice
0: message.
1: That would be awesome. <laughs> or how about read the Wall Street ed- Journal editorial page? What, but what would be a social message that would infuriate the woke Yeah, that's true. No mail-in ballots. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I have a good one. College is a waste of money. Yeah. Or how about this? Seriously, what if a guy had on his jersey, "God bless America"? What? What would they? What would they think? See, it's interesting. That's, that would be a great thing to do. Because if five guys in the entire NBA did God bless America on their jersey, that would, uh, that would be a very interesting uh, phenomenon. The whole point, though, the way they cave in, it's so, the, the NFL, I mean, it was beyond belief. How about, uh, what if a guy has on his thing, all whites are racist? Which is the, which is the view of a, a great number of uh, white and black leftists. How about that? All whites are racist. Do you know, even then, white leftists would cheer the guy to show how morally woke they are. By the way, folks, all whites are racist. Aside from being racist, is just is evil and stupid. That's the reason people tear down Lincoln's and Grant's statues. Because they were white. That's all you need to know. So they want to get rid of the National Anthem. Do you know that there's a movement to put in? Tell me that this show has not been really on top of life. Remember how often I would play for you John Lennon's uh, Imagine? There are people who want to make Imagine the National Anthem. By the way, when is our thing on the National Anthem? Did it come out yet? It came out a while ago. You should all watch it, because they take out a verse. Is the National Anthem racist? Is the National Anthem racist? See it at Prager U. It's five minutes, and it's a, it's a scholarly job, but of course it's done in a way to keep your interest. Is the National Anthem racist? Did you see, where did that... Where did that picture, that photo of people cutting up that large American flag come from? Do you remember what I'm referring to? A gigantic draped U.S. flag, and they were just cutting it to shreds. 1-8 Prager 776. You are listening to The Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show. Yes, Everywhere my friend. I I'm Dennis Prager.
0: For someone just like you.
1: Mmm. God created a flawed to creature. To think of what is happening in such a decent country—it uh, it boggles the mind. I just got a uh, an invitation to speak. Let me see. I want to get this right because it's almost amazing. I definitely want to take it if we can work it out. You don't even know about this. Speaking to the uh, the, martyr who lives. the martyr who lives. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, yeah, I was right. New York University College Republicans want to have me speak there next year. I I wonder if they're even what did when, when did the see here let's see the fall or spring I think they'll be I don't think things will be open in the fall I think as, as long as 17 people are dying uh they they're going to keep closed the flu will kill more people I'm not saying I'm not predicting it I'm saying if it kills more people uh they will still be frightened of covid Anyway, more than ever before, I want to speak at every college in this country. Needless to say, that's impossible, but I'm telling you what I want to do. I'm very curious how students will react now to hearing somebody who loves this country and morally defends it. I, uh, I'm i as curious to give speeches now at colleges as, as as students are to uh, hear somebody like me. Okay, my friends. <laughs> Got interesting uh, interesting calls. Paul in, Orland Park, Illinois. Does my producer yeah, know where Orland Park it's, is?
0: It's, it's an honor to speak to you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Um. I've, I've called a number of times. You've given me some great advice. I've emailed you, and my latest email to you um, was on the 13th Amendment um, because our daughter, um, 28, went to college, so I'll get that out right away. Um, bachelor's, master's degree, social work. Um, can't have Fox News on anymore at our house when she's over. Um, it's throwing the 13th Amendment Wait, she tells
1: you what you can yeah. watch? No, no, no. My wife says, please, please turn it off. Oh, your wife does, for peace in the house.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. Um, she's throwing the 13th Amendment at us now, and I've been able to do enough research on other things, but she says the 13th Amendment has a clause in there that is systemically racist, and it proves it. And she's given us a bunch of videos saying this proves that it's systemic racism. And it's like... I don't, we don't know even what to say anymore.
1: Well, what 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 does that mean? It's about slates about abolition of slavery.
0: Right. So she does she that believe she, that
1: slavery was allowed after the 13th amendment?
0: She she says that what she keeps going back to is that prisoners in prisons are basically slaves because they're working for 11 13 cents an hour and that this is what the white people have done to this country and this is proof of it and it's like i (laughs) where my wife and i are both lost um where did she go
1: where did she go to college college.
0: Loyola university in chicago
1: Mm, i'm sure you had uh, higher expectations of Loyola
0: yes yes we did and And, now she's in with three other girls in a building and this is i think where has turned everything.
1: Yes, well, uh, there's a very serious issue with young women in America, young single women, which is a very interesting topic for another time. But uh, uh, how... What did she major in? Social work. And she works
0: with kids that are troublesome, Um, and she has come to the conclusion that
1: it's our fault, meaning that that, that, there the are, that there are that are delinquent black kids. Ask her on my behalf. You don't have to say obviously. Don't don't even mention my name. But uh, all right, I'll, I'll tell you in a moment. I have a question. I would love you to ask her. It's about the black Africans. I don't think we have the time. Is what 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 what's the. Uh, Oh, oh good. We do have the time. Okay, so let me tell you now. I want you to ask her why uh, have uh, have two million black Africans moved to the United States in the last fifty years why would uh, Why would these people choose America more than any other place if it's so systemically racist? and let me know what the answer is <music> All right, y'all. Dennis Prager here. Somebody has a great idea. Fred in St. Louis. Well, I'll let you give it. I won't steal your thunder. I'll... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yes. Oh, so, no, I did. I already asked the guy. Yeah, I, t- I, I had the time to t- ask your daughter why. So a millions, 306,000 uh, came to the United States as slaves. Two million came f- as free blacks of their own volition. Uh, why Why would they do that if America is so racist? Would you move to a country that was, uh, you know, I'm a Jew. Would a Jew move to an anti-Semitic country? A lot of Jews moving to Iran? <laughs> sick, sick stuff going on. St. Louis, Fred, hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually, uh, it's
1: Brett, uh, but that's fine. Wait, uh-oh, uh, it's Brett, not Fred?
0: Well, my reception's probably not the best, so I'm not going to blame
1: the call screener. No, but, uh, the, okay, I do, <laughs> so forgive me one moment. Okay. You
0: are You are going to learn to be more professional. That's what you're going
1: to do. Sir. That one hurt because, um. We have a special affection for Leslie here. Okay, take it away.
0: Okay, well, your last segment, you are asking which uh, slogan or social justice warrior uh, chant would really upset him, and I really think a free Hong Kong on the back of a jersey would pretty much do it.
1: You're a good man. I will tell you this. If a basketball player puts free Hong Kong on the back of his jersey, uh, I will celebrate that man uh, as if he were uh, a messianic figure. Uh, that yeah, that would be good. I'm with you, my friend. Well said. Okey-dokey. Oh, Kadoki. Oh, has a good one. Mike and Mission Viejo. Planned Parenthood kills black babies. <laughs> I don't think they'll allow that one, Mike. But uh, yeah, that's right. That's one of the ironies. Oh, kidoki. uh Arnie in Warren, Michigan, hello. Oh, my hero, once again. Thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure
0: to speak with you again. I've got a couple quick uh, suggestions for that. Um, the first one is, I'm donating my inheritance, my children's inheritance, to Black Lives Matter.
1: Well, you would like uh, that to be on the back of a jersey? Correct, Yeah. And and the other side that would uh, that that's well, something on, your,
0: on red mask. I would put on my red mask. I would put Trump forever.
1: Okay, the um yeah well, that, that that would go. That would, it's not even conceivable. The first one though is conceivable. I thought it was actually when I saw it on my screen. I thought it was a legitimate statement that they make. Give your children's inheritance instead of to your children. Give it to Black Lives Matter. I could see that as being a. Uh, something that they would actually uh, argue for. Okay. Uh, Jack in Los Angeles, hello.
0: Hi, thank you, Dennis. Yes. About the uh, flag, uh, national anthem? Yes. It's uh, not racist, but we're not living up to it as a people.
1: What, what part do we not live up to?
0: The home of the
1: brave. That's correct. Nor the land of the free. That's why I dropped it years ago. Sean, would you please... If we were brave, Dennis... Say it again?
0: Dennis, if if we were brave, we would research thoroughly and get to the bottom of LennonMurderTruth.com.
1: Okay. All right. What are you going to do? Anyway, why don't you play uh, what I have uh, substituted for land of the free and the home of the brave? That would, uh, that, that is something I came up with, with years ago, unfortunately. For oh, the land of the
0: free, better safe than sorry.
1: Okay, now you want to know, to give you an idea of the hysteria that uh, runs our time. Master will no longer be used to describe bathrooms and bedrooms by Houston Real Estate Group. You know Master Bedroom? Or Master Bathroom? Now, why, I am just curious. Why why would that, why isn't this a contemptuous of blacks? what kind of mind is offended by the word master as in master bedroom do not blacks buying houses get a master bedroom does it have anything to do with slavery hi everybody i'm dennis Prigger. I mentioned at the beginning of the hour, and I'll close the hour with it, because it's uh, Tom Trattup writes a piece in Town Hall. It's up at com. It's particularly painful because we had such hopes for Baylor University, and this woman, Linda Livingstone, is uh, ruining it. I'm not alone, with with the rest of the faculty. Strong voice, yes, is not a joke. (laughs) Shows you how they lie. Baylor's 15th president is billed, and her official bio is a strong voice for the role of faith-based institutions in American education. She just posted a conversation on race, peacemaking, and conciliation. It's all Orwellian. So, as a video discussion with three Baylor professors, including the chair of Baylor's journalism department, declares that Black Lives Matter and the Arab Spring are popular movements that illustrate how citizens can mobilize and unite on social media platforms. Now listen to this, Dr. Mia Moody Ramirez. She then states her hope that social media will continue to be instrumental where, quote, please listen, is again A video up at Baylor. Where everyday citizens can mobilize and organize large groups for protest. Whether they are peaceful or violent. Hear that? The other two are Dr. Greg Garrett, a professor of English with expertise in entertainment, pop culture and race. Yes, racism was why the man, like that, the man felt intimidated because of how people approached him and previously stereotyped him as a black man. Hmm. Okay, well, there's another thing. That's right. George Floyd, the next one, Malcolm Foley, a doctoral candidate in religion. George Floyd was lynched. By the way, just for the record, I know truth, as I've always said, always said, truth is not a left-wing value. We do not know that racism is what killed George Floyd. It might have been, but we don't know that. But it doesn't matter, because if it wasn't, it's not usable. Truth is what is usable to the left. That is its definition.